Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to Foreplay in Fang's Friday Free Read. This week I want to share with you a short story from the world of Blood and Fire. But first, a little bit of news. Another Blood and Fire novella has just been accepted by my new publisher, Champagne Books. This is Angel's Keeping, which was originally released last year with Breathless Press and won the 2014 Love Romance Cafe Best Lesbian Novel Award. Another story of mine, All Mad Here, has also been accepted by Champagne Books. This is a fantasy polyamory erotic story set in the world of Goblin Fires. We'll be keeping you up to date on the status of these two books and let you know as soon as they're back on shelves. Also this week, we were nominated for two awards in the first annual Bleeding Heart Book Awards. Lotus Petals and Goblin Fires are both up for the Best Lesbian Novel, and Lotus Petals has also been nominated for the Best Paranormal Romance Novel. I would very much love to have your votes for these awards. If you'd like to join us, please find the links to the polls at the bottom of this blog post. And thank you. And now, Dichotomies, a blood and fire short story. Velvet can be so cruel. The witch Tarja twisted in her rope bonds with a low, lusty groan. It seemed it could be hours before Brayden would lash her again, and the skin of her back crawled with anticipation. His whip was long and crept along her back like tongues, eight tails in lush purple velvet, like soft slithering fingers. Small steel balls sleeved along the lengths at arbitrary intervals to carry the hard bite of punishment with each stroke. The ache of the balls far outlasted the caress, but each new lash lavished her bruises like a luxurious kiss. It was her favorite of Braden's tortures. On nights like this, when the vibrations of ancient power thrummed through the ley lines under their coven's ancestral home, she begged the warlock for this, her dichotomous pain and pleasure. The muted swish of the whip warned her a split second before the rough snap of the metal balls made her cry out. Those velvet tongues slipped along her tender flesh, and the yelp of pain devolved into a moan of delight. Bray lashed her again, flicking the whip at an upward angle to strike her reddened ass, then a third time, crosswise, to hit the other side. Tarja gave another moan, senseless and aching. And how's our little slut feel now? This came not from Bray, but from his partner Devon, a tall black man looming before her in the flickering light of the lamps. Naked but for a pair of leather breeches, he glistened, and Tarja would have killed to run her tongue over that broad, dark chest. Behind him, Dior, a slim, dark-haired warlock with spectacles, also bore witness to this wicked ritual. He sat naked, lotus-style, on a low stone bench, chanting. His cock jutted up, hard and smooth and ready, but his hands rested on his knees and he watched their tableau with unfocused eyes. He played the role of summoner tonight, gathering and harnessing the energies of the ritual, managing the steady push and pull of leyline magic and the dark power they would create. The ropes binding her, 
crisscrossing her body in complex knots, were Devon's doing. His big, smooth hands crafted delicate work. A wide braid of rope ran from the base of her neck, down to right above her tailbone, where it split into three lengths to run over and around her hips and down between her thighs. They reunited around the front, forming a small, hard knot resting over her pinkened pussy, where it nudged and rubbed at her swollen clitoris, tugging her constantly towards climax, but never enough to take her there. The braid down the back protected the knobs of her spine from the steel balls of Braden's whip, which could do more damage than necessary, and disrupt the flow of pleasure, should they directly strike the bone. There were more ropes twining in sandal patterns all the way down to her legs to each ankle, forcing her to stand spread for their attention, each foot knotted tightly to a steel ring in the floor. Her arms, tied together from elbows to wrists, hung bound in a similar ring in the ceiling. Devon wove the ropes over her naked torso in a pentagram harness. What else? He'd palmed each plush, generous breast in appreciation when he'd bound her, but in accordance with their rights he couldn't sample them yet. Both he and she must wait until the proper time before taking satisfaction. While Devon had bound her, Theor anointed her with oil and patterns and gold dust, and a single thumbprint of blood, the blood of their master, taken from a crystal vial meant for ink, stamped at the hollow of her throat. This connected her, and all the forces which would converge within and around her, to the matron of their coven, pouring Tarja's power into the family as well, revitalizing the dark blessings on their house. Tarja's wild, sexual suffering would empower the whole coven tonight, and all their holdings. Of course, she'd have happily done it either way. Bray's whip slapped her ass again, and Tarja let out a yip. Then came his hand, thrust between her legs, pressing, kneading, chafing the smooth silk of the ropes along the folds of her pussy. Until he gave permission to the others, only Braden could touch her. Devon remained forced to stand and watch. He'd yet to touch the burgeoning shape of his own cock, straining under his leather, but Tarja could see his eagerness. It thrilled her and made her mouth water. Oh, the things his cock could do to her. You're dancing. Bray's whiskey voice came at her ear. His hand worked her pussy, nudging the little knot more and more against her clit. He meant dancing on the edge, and she was, but she couldn't go over yet. He wouldn't let her. Their scene must play out to its fullest, must cull the wildest impulses and sensations from them all, before she would be allowed to reach her climax. Or, she thought drunkenly, eyes shifting to Theor and his perfect, pale, beautiful phallus. Perhaps several climaxes. Dirty slut. Devon said again in his deep, gorgeous tone. Bray gestured for the larger man to come forward, and with his free hand, traded his whip for a shorter crop of thin leather braids and lengths of plush rabbit fur. He handed the new toy to Devon, and then knotted his fingers in Tarja's hair, tugging hard, forcing her to arch her back. Devon slapped the crop across her tits. The sting of leather sent an incredible shudder down her body, and she cried out, Yes! Braden's hand cupped her pussy harder, driving her up on tiptoe, and Devon struck her again and again, making her yip with pleasure each time. 
Her nipples stung and even throbbed a little. She squirmed against Bray's palm, desperately wanting to come. Beg, Devon demanded. Tarja nodded stiffly. Braden still held her by the hair. Yes, please. Pain. Give me more pain, sir. Bray's hand retreated and Devon swung the crop underhand, striking her between the legs. The knot, of course, protected her tenderest parts, but the sweet slap against her skin still made her jump. The heat of arousal grew palpable, concentrating along the lines of the oil Theor painted on her skin, slick and electric all at once scalding and thrumming along the energy of the ley lines and the beat of Theor's droning chant. Her flesh stung under the scalding lick of power. At the same time, the trail of oils seemed to run cold, chilling, dark magic at work flowing through her skin, through her blood. Devon tugged at the ties he'd secured below her navel, and they slipped easily away. She felt the cool air upon the wetness of her cunt, and then the looming man stepped forward and closed one massive hand around her throat, while the other slid the braided handle of the crop into her desperate pussy. Tarja squeaked against his hold and tried to writhe to him, wanting more, needing more of the ridged leather fucking her. Bray's hands slid around to cup her breasts and pinch her taut, tender nipples. She could feel his erection prodding demandingly at her ass. Electricity, she panted. The magic around them made the air crackle, and blue sparks raced up her limbs on the lines of the oil. Oh, Bray, Dev, I feel it. Yes, my sweet bitch, Bray whispered in her ear bumping her hips with his and pushing her harder into Devon's toying play. Dance for me. Dance like a good girl and I'll reward you with a good, hard fucking. He ground his cock against her and she cried out. Through the pleasure she heard Theor's expressionless chanting, and it tuned her in. The ley lines, the oil, his voice, the rise and fall and thrill and pain of black magic and sexual energy coursing through her body. She honed in on it, pulling it together, drawing all the powers in her and in the room and in the earth around them into her, envisioning them forming a dark knot in the center of her chest, in the middle of the pentagram of ropes. "'Getting hotter,' she moaned. "'Dev, please, hurry, I want it.' She didn't see it. Her vision had gone a bit blurry with pleasurable tears, but she knew Devon would be looking to Bray for the approval. The leather handle of the crop slid from her, leaving her dripping and desperate for more, but the big man raised up a hand to slip the knot binding her to the ring above. The two men guided her to the floor, positioning her on all fours, with her still-bound arms tucked beneath her chest. Behind her, Bray fully unwound the rope between her legs, freeing her for his use, while before her, Devon knelt, "'unleashing his wonderful, glistening cock. "'Oh, can't wait to feel that soft mouth,' he groaned, "'kneading himself in anticipation. "'Tarja nuzzled him, shivering. "'The tension inside of her mounted in every limb, "'the spell binding hard and hot and wild in her body. "'Dev smelled primal and deliciously pungent, "'pheromones and sweat and sex. "'She needed to taste him.' wanted to gorge herself on his beautiful shaft. 
and Braden. His hands ran up and down the backs of her thighs like a violinist's bow stroking the strings. She imagined she would explode soon if they both didn't take her, if she didn't get the satisfaction of their cocks, their cum, exactly at the moment of the spell's ringing climax. The electricity crackling and tingling in her skin now leapt to theirs as well, and all three of them were united with the rising elemental darkness. Now, she begged Devon, now, please, I need it now. Do it, brother, Brayden instructed, both of us, at once. Tarja arched and made a sound of mindless pleasure as Bray thrust his cock into her pussy, Devon simultaneously claiming her mouth. She tasted the salt of pre-ejaculate along the head, and ran her tongue all the way around the tight crown to catch every hint of it. Her cunt seized with pleasure around Braden's shaft, exhilarated with him filling her, fucking her, pumping at her in earnest. Each movement intertwined, for each push there was a pull. Pleasure and the bright lingering ache of pain made her drunk, and for a time all she could think of, all she could focus on, was pleasuring Devon, sucking him gratefully, begging for him to sate her thirst with his cum, and yielding to Bray's every stroke, opening to him, giving over to him to let him pump his vital seed into her womb. Ley lines, earth, elements, flesh, sex, fucking. She moaned and sank into the dark energies, drinking her up, and soon she no longer knew herself as Tarja, witch, one of the thirteen in this house, but as pure magic, head to toe, and bound and linked with the bodies of magic around her. It all spiraled to a crescendo. Devon's hands gripped her by the hair, and he thrust deep into her mouth, over and over, swearing and groaning as he did, and Bray's fingers dug into her hips, holding her hard in place as he fucked her cunt, fast and deep. Then all at once Tarja felt the first strings of climax being plucked. Almost before she registered it, her body hit its peak, and a terrible crash of sensation rushed up through her. Her pussy seized around Braden's turgid cock. As if in perfect response, he drove himself to the very last inch inside of her, until it hurt, and each shuddering pulse of his orgasm poured hot, rich, wicked cum inside of her. Twined with them both through the spell, Devon came, too. Thick, slick, bitter cum spurted in her mouth, and to be sure to take it all she swallowed with quick, thirsty greed. She wanted, needed, every drop filling her. She wanted more, cunt and throat. She craved more of their vital, primal, virile seed. In the midst of their heights, they channeled and released the energy of the spell, pumping into the well of the coven's power. Their matron, seated upstairs in the library sipping tea, would sense the change, and, pleased, cock an eyebrow. Tarja had seen the expression before. As she and her two warlocks slid apart now, she chuckled to herself, thinking of it. The oar stopped chanting. The spell was complete, his part performed. His cock, pale and perfect, still strained with an almost painful-looking erection. He stood up from his bench, adjusted his spectacles, and crossed to Tarja. Without a word, he grabbed her by the hair and made her sit up on her knees. Gripping her like that, he took his shaft in his free hand and jerked at it. His expression, perfunctory, blasé, but Tarja recognized the hungry heat in his eyes. 
In a matter of moments, Theor gave a satisfied grunt, and the first hot jet of his cum streaked across the top of her breasts. The second caught her face. The next landed in her hair. He came profusely, as his brethren had inside of her, and he completed the ritual he'd begun, first painting her in gold and oil and blood, now painting her, marking her, in wet, slick cum.